On today's podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith on how to motivate seniors to do physical exercise. Isn't that right, Meredith? That's right. Hi, everyone. So we'll see you on the inside. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. I'm here with the guest of honor, Meredith herself. Hi, everyone. <laughs> we uh, Thanks for joining us today. We are sitting down with Meredith today to talk about motivating seniors in physical exercise. And before we jump jump into that, I just wanted to say mm-hmm. that this podcast is now available on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm Mike, your host for Team Meredith. And then, we, of course, we have mm-hmm. the guest of honor, Meredith. So how are you doing, Meredith? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about today's topic. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we're talking about how to motivate seniors and mm-hmm. if you are in you work in healthcare or if you're a trainer and you work with senior seniors out there mm-hmm. um I'm guessing that this is something that you've encountered before is that right Yes Well I think at any age group again you always have to focus on motivation and even motivating yourself but when it comes to seniors with different ailments and um different reasonings that anyone any age group can come up with but doctor's appointments and things like that you really have to learn how to motivate them so they um, not only do it for a day or a week but it becomes part of the schedule mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that and, and you and I have talked about this before that seniors will come and go from mm-hmm. your classes do you'll see them um and then they'll maybe go away for a while do you think that that's a motivational reason or what kind of reasons do a you lot see? of times it is it comes to motivation just simply because um they're gung-ho to do it and then something happens they might get sick or a spouse or partner gets sick or a friend gets sick and um or maybe it's travel season and they end up leaving for a couple weeks or family comes to town and then they lose that motivation they it's very hard to get back into it Um, again because things do hurt when you start moving things that haven't worked in a while so you have to constantly um, give the reasonings as to why they are doing it why do you do it and um, and hope that that will make them remember why they did it in the first place and how they felt after they did it and the benefits they got from it and then get them back in there Mm -hmm. and going. Do you find that once you get uh, one of your seniors motivated and, you know, say you convince them, hey, you know, we can do this exercising, do you find that you have to keep convincing them or is it like a one and done where... Once you get them with you working with you, they they're pretty much sold. Um, I think everyone is different. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are some that you don't have to say a single thing to, and it's just they know what they're doing it for. They feel good when they do it. They see the benefits, etc. There's the ones that you can tell a couple of times. They come and just keep trying to motivate and say, "Come on, you can do it." And then you only have to say it those few one two three times and then there's some you have to almost hold hands you have to almost knock on doors and make them come um because it's hard or because they forget about it or whatever it is um the motivation the underlying motivation of why they should do it just doesn't stick or it's just not there 
So yeah, it, I, th- I would say everyone's a little different mm-hmm. in that. Um, would you say that motivating your seniors, uh, especially if you if you're out there and you work in say a living home, an assisted living home, or a community, mm-hmm. and would you say that that's almost part of your requirement is not just you know going through mm. the fitness routines with with seniors but almost a I, requirement where you have to <laughs> like kind of get to convince them yes. is part of like the job <laughs> requirement almost i think so i think it's part of your job when you choose to take on being in this um setting this demographic when you're you're dealing with seniors you have to make it a point to um almost invite them to come not only you know you show up for your class and you do your class and then you run out of a place you're there to engage with them they may have questions for you they have comments you need to stick around you need to get there early you need to mingle with everyone and that makes them want to come to your class they get to know you now they want to see what you do now they come and see what you do and they like it Mm. now when they see you in the lobby hanging around sometimes and you haven't been going to their class then they'll feel that oh i should be going back to her class his or Mm. her class so they want to you know they want they want they like being held accountable for things and you being there saying, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. What have you been up to? Will make them go, oh, yeah, I should be going to that class. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's being a group fitness instructor is not going for that 30, 45 minutes or an hour. It's you're there to engage for much longer than what, you know, that that class time is. Mm-hmm. Kind of like from what I'm understanding, you almost kind of have to be like a beacon of inspiration so when they come around and they see you, if you're working there, they're like, oh, I, you know, I, I do got to remember to go to that class. Exactly. Um, let's talk about uh, what what would you say to a senior? And of course, I'm guessing every age group is different. I mean, you have older seniors, you have younger seniors. Right. But what, how would you approach bringing in someone who is brand new and they're not convinced that it's not for it's for them like you say Mm -hmm. like there's parts that hurt on their body they think they're going to hurt themselves what things would you actually say that would work for other people out there who are in that kind Mm -hmm. of a situation to get someone in um talking to say you have a a new resident of any kind at either independent living assisted living where it is wherever it is even in a senior community they just happen or a senior community center, I should say, that they happen to be coming to a first class or something like that. They're new in that way. Um, Making the point to, at the beginning of class, make a statement that as a instructor of a class, you are there basically just um, guiding your, your resident or whomever it is, your student, through movements. Um, it is, you're never telling anyone what to do because you don't know what their body is. So usually if it's a class that either there's a new person in my class or I'm subbing for a class. I always start it by saying, yes, I'm your instructor. And of course, introduce myself. But then I say, remember, I'm guiding you through movements. I'm never telling you what to do. You know your body better than me. I'd love to hear about things that you have. But if you want to be open and tell me all of that. I I love that after Mm. classes and even before classes if we have time. But um, 
I always start my classes by saying that. You're guiding them through it and you make them feel at ease to know they don't have to do everything that you're laying out in front of them. They are to do what feels best for them and then always make the statement of there's always modification. Mm. Something isn't right for them. Tell me. Tell me even in the middle of a group fitness class and then I will modify because there's always modification. Mm. Whether it's just movement and not holding resistance, whether it's just not doing that movement at that time. So um, I think that's the best way when it comes to a new a new person who has come into class. Now, if they're out in a residence and you're, you see them around and you're trying to get them to come into your classes, I think it's just telling them about how fun your classes are. And they're going to be around people. It's a great social time as well. They're going to meet new people. They're going to feel good after. And again, you're never telling what to do. You're guiding them through things so that really always at their own pace. So yeah. And that's a good point that you bring up. Um, and if you hear kiddos running around in the background, that is just <laughs> our kiddos running around. Sorry about that. Um, I think it's a good point that you brought that up about addressing the fact that they don't have to do the movements exactly what you're saying. There's always modifications right. to be done because every senior is different. Every senior has their own things that they worry about or hurt exactly. them. Right. And that's, right. that's an important part to know when you're doing senior fitness. Exactly. Correct? Yeah. It's, um, them doing what feels best. And also remembering you're going to, if you go into senior, um, communities, there's different parts to it. There's independent where you may get You'll get a wide range of um, abilities there. You'll go to assisted living where they need a little bit more care. You might even go into memory care and do classes. And you're really there just to get good range of motion out of everyone and letting them do what feels best for them. So um, it's very easy as instructors to to want to stop and, you know, correct everybody and... Um, of course, that's okay in, in, in many classes and, and different things, but um, knowing who you're dealing with and scaling your class to deal with with your client at every age, of course, but especially as, as seniors, I think um, as instructors, we have to make sure we're, we're staying very open-minded mm -hmm. to that so everyone feels comfortable, and at the end of the day, they're all getting good range of motion. No one's getting hurt, of course. That's when we have to step in and, you know, stop and... And, and correct, but um, good range of motion, they're getting exercise, they're getting movement, and that's, you know, priority mm -hmm. one, really. Priority more priority. And they're getting that kind of range of motion and functionality at their own comfort level. Exactly. And they're not uh, feeling like they have to follow along or feeling pressured into right. having to do the exact same movements. Exactly. Because either they see other people doing it or yes. the instructor isn't giving them the option mm. maybe something like right. that so exactly that's a really good point and i think another in a future podcast i think we can touch on you know um, working through injury or oh, working yes. through mm. problems Different. physical ailments mm, yeah. possibly um what, what what kind of advice and you've been giving out great advice obviously for anybody who's going into the in the industry or already is in the industry but what would you say is like one of you know one or two points of the most important things when you're when you're coming into the field and you know that you're not expecting that motivation motivating seniors 
is something you have to think about. You know, mm-hmm. some I think maybe people some people think I'm going to come in, work with seniors, and everybody's going to be happy and right. fun. <laughs> and, you know, they may not be thinking about I need to help them believe mm-hmm. that this is good for them. I think um, well, that's just it right there. I mean, you have to know that you're going in and you have to make a case for yourself. Don't, don't expect anything. You shouldn't do that anytime, but don't expect anything because, um, they're all going to sit there and, and wait for you to deliver something that they're looking for. So you have to make your case. You have to tell them what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, what they're working and why they're working it. I found that to be the most beneficial when it comes to my classes, exactly what muscle groups we're working, why are we doing that, you know, for your um, everyday activities. So they like putting it to real-life use. Um, You know, why am I pushing a weight up uh, in front of me? Because it's like putting something on a shelf, like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Picking up your grocery bag, why am I doing a bicep curl? Mm -hmm. Things like that. Like putting into real life so it's understandable and it's not, oh, I have to sit here, I have to stand here and lift these weights. This isn't something I would normally do. Mm-hmm. Give the motivation or, um, again, making your case as to why they're doing these movements and things. It makes sense. Um, and, I mean, that's, I guess, the biggest one. is a great way to motivate. But, yeah, going into your class, not just teaching and running out, being personable, <laughs> getting to know everyone, letting them know that, um, knowing everybody's e- name. Yes. And oh, that's, they love it. Yes. Like yeah. Sharing your info because they will share with you all day once they feel comfortable and know that you're there to stick around. Mm. So, um, yeah, just really be becoming a friend and letting, Letting them talk to you before or after class, even during class, if they have something to say, and being open to it. Being open to suggestion. Don't feel like someone's putting you down because they said, oh, that really hurt my shoulder. Well, let's look into that. Has your shoulder been hurting? Have you had issues with it? Have you had shoulder replacement? If not, you know what? Go out and do some research. Why not look up some things and see if you can find something for them? Mm. Um ask them what exercise they did maybe they lifted it higher than 90 degrees you know now let's see you know you have to really take the time with each one and don't don't take it all to heart like oh someone's trying to put me down no they're really just trying to say this is how I felt after a class and good or bad take it in and learn from it and then figure out what you can put out for your next class or to help the next group that you get that might be a new group at a different place and these these things that you're talking about are pretty applicable not just to training but to any time that you're caretaking oh yes the seniors mm-hmm. whether you're you're in home care or you're working in the medical field and you're working with them and it's a physical situation where they need to raise an arm raise shoulders mm-hmm. things like that you all of these things that you're talking about are <laughs> applicable to that those scenarios it's not just senior training or senior fitness right. so to speak no. it's healthcare. Almost, Very true. Right? It is motivating the baby boomer generation and above is much different than motivating mm. the younger generations. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and you've worked you've worked with multiple generations of people, not just seniors, and and you could d- probably say that they're a unique 
set of generation. They are. They're very unique because I will say that um, if you can get a senior motivated, they are probably more likely to stick with it and just stay like I like I've said before with the schedule they will put it in their schedule and they will make it a part of their day younger generation you know it's easy to make excuses and to be very wishy-washy when it comes to workouts these you know seniors that I've worked with they will find the time if they put it in their schedule and it feels good and they really enjoy what they're doing that's what it comes down to if it's a class or that's not fun, an instructor that just is there telling them what to do and they feel bad about themselves when they leave, they're not going to go back to that, of course. There's no motivation there. Mm-hmm. So um, if they, yeah, they, I'd say, are um, probably more likely to stick with things than even younger generations are, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I is can, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I can see that because a lot of the younger generation will – go to the gym Mm -hmm. they don't want to go no (laughs) and it's not fun right but they'll go because they know it's good for them right they know that it's healthy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they'll you know they'll go to their classes and stuff right but as the senior generation as we get older you almost have a sense that they're like i don't want to do anything that i don't want to do right right you know and i don't have to (laughs) i don't have i don't have to do anything (laughs) and tell me otherwise Uh (laughs) so you're dealing with that and motivating that generation that i think us as a younger generation, if you're listening to this and you work in healthcare and um, that you probably want to keep that in mind right. and that we just have a different idea about, we do it because we know it's good for us. But if you're working with seniors, they have a different mm. mindset about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly awesome. it. <laughs> well, great. I think that's uh, sums up this episode. I think we got a lot of great information here and also some ideas for future podcasts. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks again, everybody, for joining us today. Don't forget to look for us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as on the website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.